Welcome to This Is My Design, your first ever and favorite Hannibal rewatch podcast. I'm your host, James, with my co-host, Adele. Hello. And we are covering episode two of Hannibal, Amuse-Bouche. Is it Amuse-Bouche? I thought it was like Amuse-Bouche. It is Amuse-Bouche. Okay. Okay. Well, I am the one who took French in school. Excuse me. Same. But it's it's no. fine. There's no accents on this. So who knows how you're supposed no, to we, actually say it. We don't know this. <laughs> um, what but, is the synopsis for yeah. Amuse-Bouche? Yes. So I found the Wikipedia summary this time because the Google summary was just like, this is season two. This is season one, episode two, directed by XYZ. And that's less exciting. So according to Wikipedia, this episode revolves around Will, uh, who is recruited by Jack to uh, inspect Garrett Jacob Hobbs's cabin in the woods. Uh, uh, as a reminder, last episode, he died when they were assigned to a new case where nine bodies that were buried alive uh, and the killer made mushrooms grow from their bodies. <laughs> that's like the preamble, I guess. Like he was talking about essentially the rest of the episode, but that's the important bit. It's not really about the mushrooms at all. Or, no, or the mushroom they like killer. solve it in the first like 15, 10 minutes of the episode, 15 minutes. I think this is the first episode that you really see the constraints of what the I imagine the original plan for this show was and then having to make a procedural. Yes, because it's the crimes are like not really the point, right? They're just a driving force. I mean, I like that the first episode is procedural because you get to like you get an understanding of the context and the roles and stuff. But they sort of like in this episode just like threw that out the window and were like, yeah, you get it. It's it's about Will and Hannibal. Everything else is sort of like secondary. Yeah, it's about it's actually about these characters. It's currently it's really only about the three men, although that will change soon. I mean, uh, I think the of the new characters introduced in this episode, uh, the key one. I think there's only one main character that's introduced, like Freddie Lowndes. I guess you see more Alana in this episode too. Yeah, but we still haven't really gotten any background on them. Where we've gotten background on Will, Hannibal, and Jack. Yes, Jack a lot more this episode. So like in the first episode, uh, you definitely sort of like don't, you're not supposed to like him because he's kind of a an asshole and like driving Will. And then in the beginning of this episode, this episode he's also kind of a dickbag, um, just like forcing Will to like go back into the field. Um, but there's like a fun food scene, which also involves <laughs> a hilarious cannibal joke. <laughs> Uh we'll get there you've skipped some stuff (laughs) oh sorry 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 this is is why you're here to keep me keep me i mean that 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 will get there when we talk about food because it's the only food section uh uh, this entire episode yeah Yeah. i think so yeah for a show that it's in every episode but it this one is is lesser i just having rewatched this um i remembered the mushroom stuff being like the thing i remembered because it is very creepy and um horrifying but it is really not at all what they're interested in in the show there's like yeah this looks really cool and is visually interesting and people will remember it because it's frightening but we really mm-hmm. do not care about any of what's around I mean, it's, this it's, it's the metaphor right like the the mushroom is like a metaphor for connection and this whole episode about like will like accepting 
uh, Hannibal's connection, right? Like, I get what you're saying, though, that the mushrooms are just, like, scary uh, and really cool prosthetics. Like, on the guy who's, like, so one of the dead bodies, the nine bodies, isn't actually dead. Um, and when he they, like, rip off the, like, mouth thing, they, like, have, like, tape over their mouth and, like, rips off their skin so you see their teeth. And the guy comes back to life and is just, like, clawing at Will, like, chattering his, like, bloody mouth open. That's very spooky. And for a TV show, it was done very well on a smaller budget. Like, it was effective. Mm-hmm. It looked believable. It actually reminded me of uh, a current, like, of The Last of Us Zombies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mushroom themes again. With all, like, the fungus. And, like, I obviously you're correct with what you said about how it's, like, a big... Um, metaphor for connections and stuff but the killer also like says that right at the end of the show in yes. case you forget about it. he's like you i was just doing it so you could connect with her in a way that you're not currently because she's in a coma i did <laughs> i didn't know if you realized she was in a coma but i'm just i but she'll read for you if she's a mushroom and i was like oh okay so they're like explicitly telling us now <laughs> that that felt like uh a a producer note from the network he's like i don't i don't why is this mushroom thing not really a part of the show oh yeah definitely they were like they're like almost done filming and they were like oh shit man like the network is like is this too subtle for audiences it's not too subtle for audiences Um, (laughs) (laughs) like we got it yeah it still performed well and they write it in a way that the dialogue seems natural for that guy to say yeah because he's supposed to be like not subtle of a man yeah it still fits but it is very uh i think i generally don't like is like trust your audience but that is like the one thing in this episode that they don't because they are way more interested in hannibal hannibal trying to get will to trust him and will eventually opening up as to hannibal as like a confidant more than a therapist I yeah would i say. mean they did it pretty fast too because like you see, like when uh, Hannibal when Hannibal needs to like do the psyche valve for Will, they like put them on different levels where like Will's on top and like Hannibal's on the ground floor, and they have their conversation very split up and separate. Where like Will's like, "Why are you rubber stamping me?" and Hannibal's like, "I just want to be your friend." Um, yeah. And then their second scene when they're like they're like farther away, and eventually they like get really close together, like their heads and stuff. Um, and they're like doing this back and forth where they're like, oh, learning more about the case and the mushrooms and the connection. And then it gets interrupted by Freddie Lowndes. But like that movement, that's both like spatial and character development, I really liked. They have incredible chemistry, the two actors <laughs> uh, Hugh Dancy and Mads Mikkelsen. It, they do. They, they It's like a good job casting because they do have, chem- I mean, lots of people on the show have good chemistry with each other. Mm-hmm. Like but is, there's definitely like a they all, tension they all fit together. The there's also the tension because as the audience we un- we understand what Hannibal is and Will doesn't so mm-hmm. we are worried about Will because we know he is getting into a relationship that is ultimately very bad to do- get into but he just I'm- doesn't know it I mean I don't know if the relationship is necessarily bad but he doesn't know like Hannibal doesn't want to eat Will right now yeah he doesn't look at him like a piece of meat um but he also doesn't want to eat other people that he could conceivably eat yeah i think because they i mean we can kind of skip ahead to the freddie lounge stuff because that's like the first (laughs) that's like the big thing that happens 
mm-hmm. is that she visits the cabin that we don't that you see at the beginning, which it basically introduces us to the theme that antlers and stags are going to represent something throughout this entire show. <laughs> As they were in the first episode, They it is a continual visual thing they bring up and they find her hair and then you meet her and she writes an article uh, about it using crime scene photos mm-hmm. or photos of the crime scene that either somebody A leaked or she took herself and we find out she took herself and that she has people on the inside that gives her information because she is smart at getting information from men. Mm-hmm. And I then she... interesting because I think Freddie Lowndes, like the original character, is a man, right? In yes. the like Hannibal universe. Freddie Lowndes in the Hannibal universe is the man in Red Dragon who gets pushed in the wheelchair that's burning. Oh, okay. And in the TV show, they have made Freddie into a female character. I will not spoil what happens to her because we get there. I just think, again, as we said in the first episode, safe assumption. Everybody dies. You'll never, you'll never guess. But Hannibal makes it to the final episode of the series. Spoiler, spoiler, uh, spoiler, spoiler. Maybe the guy with the name, the name of the show, is in all of the episodes. Uh, <laughs> but they, I like what they've, the, what they've done to change her character, and then she ends up writing an article about Will because he is a tabloid, and he's like interesting. Well, he's out of place, right? Like it's he doesn't fit. He's not like a he's not a cop. So she's like, who is he? And he's given all of this space and time. So she does write a tabloid article about him with help from somebody from one of the corners. Yes, Zeller, who is played by a Canadian. Yes, and Hannibal helps her as well. Not really. Mm, we don't see their conversation. He deletes the recording. And then asks her what she wants to talk about. And then it cuts to the meat. And you assume he killed her, but he didn't. I think... I mean, I I would be surprised if Hannibal gave her anything she didn't already know. I don't... Like, he... There... To me, he seems like the type of guy who wouldn't do something unless there's, like, benefit to him. And he doesn't know enough about Freddy to really know if this is going to help him, right? Like, if he gets Will killed, that's, like, the worst possible option right now because he's interested in will i don't think he would he was gonna i don't think he did it to get will killed i think he did it to drive will closer to him oh by pushing him to shoot the guy no by putting with with the article being published it would give them something to discuss and would further upset will right Mm -hmm. it would keep him further on it would make him more he would act on impulse more because he'd be angry Okay, I mean, I see that part. I don't know if I see the, like, other part. He definitely did something. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, he definitely didn't eat her, so disappointing. No, but they want you to think he does. Yeah. It's also that he, he, like, goes over to that other couch and then taps her for her to sit and then makes her delete stuff. I mean, he also, what's really cool is he takes her purse and, like, takes it away from her, essentially, for the duration of the talk. Um, So she doesn't really have anything to, like, hide behind. I think if, as you watch this show, I think you will notice that Hannibal is very good at controlling the space of a room. Mm-hmm. He is always, he always, in a place where he he does not either trust or know the person that well, he always makes sure he is in the position of power. Mm-hmm. Like in the first episode when he grabbed the knife as soon as Jack walked in and introduced himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, 
yes he does but you as what you said with will it's like he's being very open and almost like submissive in the scene where will's like walking above him he is on purpose right oh yeah hannibal does everything on purpose but then they cut to the we can get to the we can cover the food thing while we continue the episode discussion they cut to the loin (laughs) what animal is this uh pork 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 i guess uh, and then they always do the thing where Hannibal looks down to make sure Jack's eating it and yes. then looks up and then he like looks super pleased with himself. Yeah, when he drinks the wine really slowly, he's just like looking at it satisfied. Such a great take. Um, one thing I thought which was really cool was when Jack was like, I'd, or when Hannibal was like, I'd, to Jack, I'd love to have you and your wife over for dinner. And everyone in the audience is like, haha, cannibal joke. And Jack is just like, wow, so friendly. I... I, yes that i like that but i also like how in that scene that they're it's they're still kind of both those characters are still kind of like fighting mm-hmm. right like they're still being combative with each other because they're hannibal asks a question then jack asks, asks a question back like they're being he's like i didn't i i'm you're not my therapist then hannibal was like well not yet <laughs> i mean yeah i get that i just is that like a man thing i think it is two men who are used to being in power mm-hmm and Hannibal conceivably has the upper hand in those scenarios. And he is definitely playing a play- part. He's playing a specific version of himself to get Jack into a specific place, right? Because he, even though he's not like afraid of Jack, he is definitely has to be careful around him. Yeah, because he's the head of the, not head of the FBI, but like of that unit. Head of the of serious crimes or whatever of like yeah. crimes and like i think he understands that he can't he, if jack gets a hold of anything he'll like run it down but hannibal definitely is smarter than jack i mean yes because jack has connections this will again this is like well, there are so many episodes that are getting we're getting into right now we're like anyway the they're laying the groundwork yeah but they're definitely laying the groundwork here i think i mean i i know who hannibal have for dinner or have over for dinner again and i just think like that's a really interesting way um people like dinner parties right like people like eating food breaking bread is like a sign of trust and then like you twisting that into a way of like ensnaring people to your net i think is really interesting like historically i think uh women were usually the people who like poison dinner to like kill people uh and in this case uh hannibal's using that and not really poisoning people i guess unless feeding people human is sort of poisoning them i mean he's not poisoning them but he is creating a specific view of himself so that they will not ever suspect him of being who he actually is and he's definitely feeding them people like no way is he not feeding them human yes i i agree but i don't think every time you don't think every time no, because, I mean, not to talk about food from other episodes, but there are dishes that cannot be human. Yes, because they're vegetarian, and they make a point of that later. Um, but every, like, meat-based dish, definitely human. Well, you can't, fish can't really be, you can't really make human fish. No, but I don't think they ever have fish that often. I think they do. I can't remember. But it, when he when they do stuff like loin and, or, like, pork, 
I mean, <laughs> come on. Also, the food looked incredible. It looked yes. very good. <laughs> oh, my God. It was probably super cold because they had to do, like, multiple takes and whatever. And it was, like, st- not as delicious as it could have been hot. But, my God, like, you watch the episode and your mouth is watering and, like, uh... I mean, the thing that you and I both love about the show in general is that they have, they're very good with the visual storytelling mm-hmm. is even like, even how they're like showing, like they're not telling us, thank God they're not telling us about Will's trauma from killing Garrett Jacob Hobbs, mm-hmm. but they just show us that he has trauma when he's shooting and he keeps seeing the dead body of Hobbs over and over and over, which is a quick, effective way. Yeah. And he's also terrible at shooting. They make that like incredibly obvious because you could have thought like back then in the first episode, he was just doing it as like a, oh man, like in the moment I need to put this guy down. So I'll shoot him 10 times. But no, like he had to do that because he couldn't put him down without shooting him 10 times. And he says he kind of lost control. Mm -hmm. He, he didn't know what was, he was doing like he and jack says shortly after that i know we're jumping all around but he's like you left uh the murder beat because you didn't have the stomach to shoot anybody and now you just killed a man and shot him 10 times (laughs) so i would like you to get a psyche valve please (laughs) yes because that's a sign of someone who just might have broken um they also they jack and uh alana don't know what his trauma is is it a from killing garrett hobbs or is it from maybe not being able to save abigail because we don't know in this episode even to the end of this episode we don't know if she's going to live or die just know that she's in a coma or not saving the wife like they genuinely don't know even though we know at that point i mean yeah i mean she doesn't really wake up either though so she's just in a coma forever at this point she could just live like that as a vegetable. For yeah, but he could still have trauma over it. Like, it is still a traumatic yes, thing no, that yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah no, so, no, I definitely agree with that there. I think um, right now, Abigail doesn't feel like a very important character. Like, they try to set it up a little bit more in the beginning of this episode when he when Jack suspects, suspects her because it's hard to kill, like, a bunch of women by yourself in theory as, like, only a man. But if he had an accomplice that was female, it would be easier. The reason I'm hesitant there is because lots of women die all the time because of single men by themselves. But I guess for the purposes of this story and this episode or this season where like he has to like lure these girls away from their homes or like their routines or whatever, having an accomplice, mm-hmm. a- accomplice that's female makes more sense. Uh, but they didn't, then they don't really address it for the rest of the episode. I think that was the only part that was like kind of shoehorned in um, like i understand them being at the cabin and like talking about freddie but like them mildly suspecting abigail and then like not really bringing it up again later except randomly also she's still in a coma um doesn't really do episode. i just think that was jack having like aggressive cop brain <laughs> just being like alive must be a suspect yeah i don't think it's uh, a wrong thought to have that did this person who we cannot speak to know about this or were they involved because we knew she had been here and that person is her father. I also just like what you said, lots of men kill single women alone and are married and have kids. So I don't think that is like, I I don't think Jack's thought is wrong. I just think it is like way, the way he presents it is very aggressive and it's kind of like, what though? And they build it around. Like he builds it around the reasoning of, well, we know Garrett jobs was eating this meat. He, that's a lot of meat to eat alone and i was like yes he could bring it from the cabin 
and say I killed a deer. Yeah, like or cut it up and turn it into sausage and give it people and his neighbors like small hunting communities. Like I'm sure they like share kill a lot because there's like if you kill something large, you can't consume it all by yourself. You give it to your neighbors, right? Like that's very like small town America. So him just being like, no, 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 he couldn't have like given it to his like guy hunting friends. He had to have like got his daughter involved and they were both like stuffing their faces with like children or sorry, like teenagers. Yeah, I don't really see that. Or, like, check his freezer. <laughs> he doesn't have a freezer. It's just all antlers. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. But, like, the freezer at his house could also be full of meat, like, for all we know. Like, yes, I know, having knowing people who hunt, like, when they hunt and kill an animal and they want to, like, they take all the meat from it, they can't eat it all at one time, so they have to, like, store stuff. Deep freezers, yeah. Or give it away, like you said, because they just have so much of it. They're like, I can't, I'll eat, it will go bad and I don't want to waste it, so please take some of this stuff. And I, like yeah if he act he because when they go in there they see a dead deer on the table so he would also probably just do that as well Mm -hmm. a to gain people's trust that it's you know deer meat not people meat also because he's he is a hunter right like this is his like trade killing women i think is not like a like a passion is like well it's like a fairly new thing right like the way will described it in season episode one was that like he's doing this because he's afraid that, you know, Abigail is like graduate, like going to go to university and like be away from him. And he's filling that hole by like murdering people that look like her. But that would have been recent, right? Like when she was 13, she wasn't going to leave him. She was like a child. Now she's like 17, 18. So it's like become a thing. So he would have hunted deer before. Um, So it would have been really hard to suspect even, I think for a long time, if he had just been giving the meat away, I don't know. Jack's whole like, thought thought process there was like a little random but i get what they're doing right like they're 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 setting up context for like the next part of the season Mm -hmm. and why do you think hannibal saved her um i mean so that's really funny when hannibal's like yeah like sometimes i stay awake thinking of all the different scenarios and i'm like the only other scenario besides him saving her (laughs) is letting her die so there's not that many different scenarios uh, which i thought was funny i mean Hannibal probably just saved her on a whim like he just saw how like Will was like freaking freaking out like just trying desperately but like not doing it well like choking her out instead of actually stopping the blood yeah from like yeah. draining out of her body and he was like uh might as well save her I don't I don't think at this point in time spoiler alert not spoiler alert but like a little spoiler alert that she's gonna play a big part in him courting Will over to his side he's just Someone he could think of to look good in Han- uh, Will's eyes, not really to do anything else. I, the, I, uh, two things, um, Dad. I think the in the, the he made that decision in the moment because of Will, mm-hmm. but I also think it would be weird that a trained doctor and surgeon would not do if he didn't try to help. It would be weird that he didn't. I mean, I don't know though because watching. So he walks into the like he he's like outside the room. He does, I don't think he sees Will shoot a Garrett Jake haha. But he would hear it. Times, but he would hear it, right? So that's traumatizing. So I think like even if you were like a doctor or a surgeon who's trained to like save people's lives, that's in a very controlled situation. That's very different from like like watching someone get knifed, right? Like you just you might experience shock if you're not obviously like Hannibal, who's just murdered a bunch of people to, for to so for him this is like a regular day but if you were like a regular surgeon you would be like holy shit like what the fuck do i do oh my god oh my god oh my god you know i don't i don't i don't know about that and i don't i I think that's like almost the like the smallest thing i think that's just 
Hannibal did it because of Will. And I also think he might have done it because he, I mean, the, with the stuff they laid with the Jack stuff about questioning Abigail before she's, uh, when she's still in a coma, mm-hmm. is that Hannibal might, he doesn't know what she, like, if she knew about her father, is she, is she like him essentially? Mm. Right? Like he doesn't know that. And part of him saving her could be a, to find that out because he, I think he would find that interesting. Yes. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he would, he wouldn't, I don't think he would have saved her being like, Oh, I'm a lonely, I'm a lonely fucked up man. I need another lonely fucked up friend. Um, but he no. saved her because it was interesting, right? Like, yeah. And she's interesting because of who her dad is. And because of her connection to Will, right? Like Will traumatizedly trying to like save her and stuff made her interesting to Hannibal. Yeah. And then um, this episode kind of does briefly does like the end of the mushroom killer. Mm-hmm. They solve it pretty quickly. They see, they save his newest victim. Uh, then they find out that he he is going to go get Abigail because of Freddie Lowndes gives up all the information because she was held at gunpoint because mm-hmm. I mean, yes, of course a Not normal all. human would tell whatever that person wanted to know in that position. <laughs> that poor detective who was like, am I on to bigger and better things? And then just immediately gets shot. Yeah. That, <laughs> that <laughs> tied up that loose end. Uh, <laughs> and then they, he does the, the, the fungus talk that we already talked about, but then it ends the show ends with a scene of Will and Alana together that is slight flirting, as much flirting as Will can do when he's trying to flirt. And as much flirting as Alana can do when she's trying not to flirt. Yes. I mean, Will's very bad at it. <laughs> he's trying. He's like clearly like in tr- not entranced, but like delighted by Alana. Um, which makes sense. Wow, what is she wearing? What a great fit. They're also, crap. yeah, I mean, she has incredible clothes all the time. They're also co-workers, so it is. Are they co-workers, though? I mean, they work at the same building, but in totally separate departments. I mean, but they would see each other a lot. Yeah, but people, that's how people used to date and get married, right? Like in the 50s or whatever, you just like found someone at work and then you married and like had children and stuff. I mean, but they work in the same building, so I... it would be related to work. I, I, I mean, I just, I, I mean, like in 2013, when this came out, like that probably would have been a little weird if they did date, but I don't think it would have been that weird because that's like still how people meet people, right? Just at work. I think the part that like makes it complicated is that A, Will doesn't know how to flirt and B, Alana's <laughs> interested in him, not just for like sexual reasons. Like she wants to like get into his brain as a psychologist, like, per, like professional curiosity. And that's no, she's, she's too principled to like date will but also want to like cut open his head and like see what's ticking inside she also cares about him yeah like she does legitimately have care for will and does have to try to have his best interests in mind i mean i think she does stand up for him yeah of all the characters she's clearly the one who cares about him the most for him and not for any other reasons right like jack cares about will because He's making it so he's not getting yelled at for all these like people dying of unsolved murders. And mm-hmm. Hannibal likes Will and wants to like support him so he can keep picking him apart. And make Will into who he wants Will to be. Yeah, murder husbands. 
murder husbands. Murder husbands. I mean, which, but they have that. It's a it's a very good scene with uh, Alana. Is it kind of it set it, it like sets up there like we finally getting more on her because she's kind of just showed up like in one or two scenes so mm-hmm. far mm-hmm. in each episode, and she is a major part of this show, and they just haven't really gotten to her yet. Mm-hmm. Um, which I forgot about. I thought I my because like you remember the show in total and generally forget the first season as you watch further seasons but she is a huge part of this show mm-hmm. i mean who and- who else is like a beverly who's like a huge part of the show later on like mm-hmm. it sets up her more like a better interaction between her and will because when we see them in the first episode together like they make her lines like real bitchy like she's supposed to be someone you don't really like um but like her her like not abrasiveness but her roughness is part of her character and then like you see her help out will with his shooting and it's like little bonding over time i think um that makes it really nice they they have good economic storytelling with when they know they can't cover all characters in all episodes because mm-hmm. they do have to spend even like hannibal's not really in this episode this much he's in I mean, he doesn't show in the first episode. He doesn't show up for like the first half, yeah. but he, then it's like all about him. And in this episode, he again he is not really in the first third, first half of this this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this episode is more of like a, an ensemble cast getting things in place kind of thing. Um, yeah, because like there's also like a moment. Uh, so Zeller obviously like sells out um, the FBI to like. He was used. Yeah, by um, Freddie Lau. His dick. That, like, very... Yeah, they definitely fucked. Um, well, he <laughs> thought they were going to fuck. We don't know if they actually fucked. <laughs> they just went on dates while she, like, flirted out the information from him, probably. <laughs> what about Will Graham? <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I mean, yeah, I can tell you about Will Graham. I mean, I don't really know why. And then she, like, touches his leg, and he suddenly rocks. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> but they do it so short. But you, like, understand the entirety of, like, their backstory and that, like, two lines and that glance. Like, they're so good. Yeah, you understand immediately when they cut to him in the room, and he is, he doesn't, ha- he has an anxious expression. And you're like, that's not he should be having like mm-hmm. there's there's his it's also good acting right they can convey this very quickly which is important but then at and the the show ends this episode ends mm-hmm. with will finally like fully opening up to hannibal about what happened with garrett hobbs like why is he troubled about it is it because he killed someone and you find out that i mean it- so I'm going to push back on this a little bit because I think I think you're right in that like Will does open up to Hannibal a little bit and like explain why he's so traumatized by like killing Garrett Jacob Hobbs and also kind of shook by his immediate shooting of um, Mushroom Man whose name I don't really remember and or care about. Um, this, <laughs> Yeah. He doesn't matter. <laughs> this idea that like oh killing must feel good to God too. He does it all the time. And are we not creating this image? Great line. Like a fucking amazing quote. But also like I think part of like Hannibal like sort of coaxes this uh, specific response out of Will. And I don't know if it's like truly Will's response as much as he is like being pulled to this conclusion. Right. Like I'm sure he's traumatized by shooting Garrett Jacob Halls for lots of reasons. And one of them is that it was easy and felt good. 
Um, but it's not about the chest. Yeah, like that's not the. But I don't think that's like the entirety of the reason, right? He also saved, like Abigail. He also solved a crime. Like he like completed, um, like a murder mystery journey or whatever. Solved the mystery. Um, so part of me like wonders like how much of that is just like will empathizing with hannibal who truly believes that like it's okay for killing to feel good well he you killing should feel good in ha- it, hannibal's opinion it's something he enjoys a lot mm-hmm. i mean he doesn't think of it as killing humans right he just thinks of it as killing animals yes i kind of agree with what you're saying but i do think the reason will has the trauma is that he knows that it is wrong to feel good or feel just about killing somebody, but he but he does feel good about killing Garrett Jacob Hobbs and saving Abigail. Mm-hmm. And I think Will knows that is the wrong thing to have because, I mean, Hannibal does coax and lead the conversation to that answer, mm-hmm. but Will is smart enough to know that. So when he admits it, I legitimately believe that is what he thought in the moment. That's why he shot him 10 times. Because when he shoots the other guy, he doesn't. I mean, the other guy's like not trying to like really do much. He's like barely doing anything with like the gun, really. He's clearly not a man who's like shot a gun. That I mean, often. the guy did raise the gun on him. Yeah, yeah. But like he wasn't like, you know, doing it in a way that was like very, I don't know. To me, he didn't really like he wasn't supposed to be an experienced gunman or anything, right? Like he was just like a dude who got one. So he didn't get like fucked over when he like tried to bury Abigail. Whereas with Garrett Jacob Hobbs, like he had a hunting knife and like slit his daughter's throat deliberately quickly fast, like knowing the motion, having done it a billion times. Will's like not a good shot. We already knew that even with like the stance correction by Beverly. So him just shooting this guy once and hitting him in the shoulder is a lucky accident and him not shooting him again is because the other guy was like i've never been shot before i'm in so much pain this sucks so bad i'm gonna fall on the ground no i think it is also like how will is tied like will was way more invested in the first crime like it it affected him way more mm-hmm. like he did not enjoy having to get into garrett jacobob's head like he actively hated it there were more of that though right like it was like repeated Garrett Jacobov's like multiple girls whereas this was like one mushroom farm he only had to get in this guy's head once and that was it yeah and the guy wasn't as like he he wasn't as physically violent as Garrett Jacobov's <laughs> was this guy drugged people and then got them so he wasn't I but I, I the reason he shoots him ten times is because he's attached to that and he doesn't he doesn't want that guy to be alive anymore. If he had the same emotional re- act, like connection to this killer, he would have done the same thing, but he doesn't. Like that I think that is what they're trying to show with the difference between these two killers. Mm-hmm. And it's also because we spend like more time on Garrett Jacob Hobbs in this episode than the actual killer in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I see what you're saying, I think. That's probably right. I do I do agree with you that Hannibal is leading the conversation in that direction, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants Will to get to that realization. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's he, wants them, he wants them to know that God kills, too. Yeah, like, it's funny, right? Like, he says all these things that should be, like, super campy and, like, terrible lines, right? Like, And maybe a hint 
(laughs) (laughs) this guy is maybe weird (laughs) (laughs) but like you know like it just uh uh uh, he does mads Mikkelsen does such a great job of making it sound almost like seductive and like you know just a gentle logical conclusion this is just the way things are um that i can see why will's like seduced by that and the power that you feel yeah right especially for will who's like never been powerful right like uh in the first episode when like he gets like confronted in the bathroom like he's not he's not the powerful person at work he's not the powerful person in the circle Um, so to feel powerful in like moments of his daily life must be exhilarating yeah yeah he would he would never have experienced that before no again driven by his anxieties like so terrified or like uncomfortable with other people like he's not comfortable with jack really he's like kind of comfortable with alana but like mostly because he wants to they're like flirting flirting he's attracted Uh, to her yeah but like anyone else like he's super uncomfortable like when beverly rearranged him a little bit to like correct his stance you could see his eyes being like i don't know what to do here yeah yeah i yeah i um I agree with that. I, I, I think, I mean, there's a lot that's coming in future episodes that will answer a <laughs> lot of these things. Spoilers. That I'm, I will not say here because it's not the episode. But I do I do also think with, like Hannibal wants Will to be able to, like, to feel that more often is what he is eventually wanting to get through to Will. Mm-hmm. Especially with that conversation and, you know, all the other stuff that Hannibal is trying to do at that point as well that I will not say because <laughs> we'll let, I'll just let that happen with the show. I think it would be better that way instead of, you know, hearing it and then having to watch it. But should we talk about the clothing? Yes. Because I mean, the men clothing kind of like meh, but the, well, women, excuse you. I mean, <sighs> Hannibal's clothing way better. I mean, this episode definitely his first suit with like, which was very like muted, like the blue, che- like a blue, with like a checkered pattern, whatever. Um, still looks great. Still looks great, but also mirrors the checkered shirt that Will is wearing in that same scene. It's also blue, yes. but it's more like prominent checkers, which I thought was like very subtle but very cool. Hmm. I mean, yeah, this show has great production design and <laughs> costume design. Uh, but both of Hannibal's suits are great. Mm-hmm. He they also fit him properly this time. Did they just get a tailor between episode one and episode two? Well, they'd be fully in production now, right? Like episode one is the pilot, so they would shoot that months before the rest of the season. But they would shoot that, present it to the network to see if they get approval or not. Like if it gets greenlit, and then once they're greenlit, they come back and like fully hire out and know what to plan everything and have more time to do that okay okay that makes more sense i just thought they like you know the week the week that they shot episode one they're like fuck we don't have the tailor he's sick and then the second week they're like oh my god thank god make matt's beautiful in these suits i mean will's clothes also fit better in this one as well uh i mean yes i think he's just like a little more he's just a little more professional a little less anxious like yeah he's less shook and i don't know if that's because he's still like in shock recovering from the trauma he committed to garrett jacob hobbs or go nothing feels as strongly in this episode but definitely he's like less twitchy yeah and uh alana's clothes are great 
I mean, that's incredible. They did like a scene where like they like do her like high heels and then like slowly draws upward. And it's like, how do you make that sport <laughs> shoe like that look so good? Yeah, I mean, she always dresses well. Just like the skirts and the blouses with belts in the middle. I'm like, how do you? You? She can't eat bread ever. Well, we see her eat food. Is it just salad? Well, we see her eat food in the future. Oh, well, that's not the same. I mean, but yeah, but the actress is also very uh, in shape. Yes, that makes sense. Um, Jack, less in shape. Man, I didn't realize, but when they made the suits fit better, I was like, Lawrence Fishburne. I mean, but he, you have a gut? It, it doesn't matter for Jack. I mean, don't you have to be in shape to be an FBI guy? I mean, I don't know anything about the FBI, so. Have you seen all cops? There's some pretty portly cops. Yeah, but they're not the FBI. That's like the top of the top, right? FBI, CIA. But he is like a boss of a unit. He's not really going out in the field that much. He just, he is like. I mean, he's he's also he's also like solving crimes after they happen okay. like he's not responding to crimes true true i see what you're saying i mean everyone's suits fit better i didn't really pay attention to jack and hannibal's suits at dinner because i was too transfixed by the food and hannibal's expression yeah, same. um also jack was just wearing his normal black suit stuff and i yeah. think hannibal i can't yes. remember hannibal's but i was too busy looking at their facial expressions <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh Man, Mads Mikkelsen actually has like pretty good skin. He was very careful about what he puts into his body, so it would make sense he has great skin. He also is a man who works out. Yes, very clearly. This time with everything well fitting, you're like, wow, this guy is pretty buff. Yeah, he is very tall and lean. Yeah, when he uh, when Freddie Lowndes comes for the appointment and he like intimidates her, it's very much like a presence thing. To be fair, what I appreciate though, actually, about Freddie Lowndes is that they always put her in red. Um, mm-hmm. Stand out against everyone else. And she's just wearing like different shades, pattern jackets. Um, except for that green jacket when she's in the mushroom forest. I liked some of her clothes. I thought her jacket was good until I saw the elbow pads. And <laughs> then like I was the like, this pads? I was like, this is the worst jacket in the world. Those elbow pads are so, they stand out so much and are so obnoxious. Oh, I thought they were really cute. Like a nice, like red gold, like Phoenix Hogwartsy kind of Gryffindor shit. No. And she's also very tiny. Like the actress is very small. Yes. So, I mean, it's easy for Hannibal to be imposing in that because he is so much physically larger than her. And is defenseless against him if he wanted to do anything yes i mean they also film it deliberately like that and the like um when the FBI well she sits down her, yeah when the fbi goes to like raid her um apartment or i rented office or something uh they don't film it so like jack is nearly as intimidating right like they're more on an equivalent level uh, even though i'm sure like Lawrence fishburne is larger than the actress well, they still shoot in their way that you know Jack is in power, but he is not intimidating in that no, scene. No, to her. it's more like a negotiation back and forth kind of thing. Well, yeah, whereas in H- Hannibal, it's like she's trapped in a cage with a lion. <laughs> very scary, very intimidating. Uh, her eyes are ginormous. It's ridiculous. It, yeah, it, it, if she, if he wants to, she he can disappear her because nobody's going to care about her disappearing. No, not at all. I mean, I think that's also what was effective about her being held at gunpoint and like her telling everything is that like she was not prepared for that, right? She was like, she's always just been a tabloid journalist. She's never had a murderer 
come and like kill someone in front of her so i thought her shock was like very realistic um even if she's supposed to be this like stone cold tabloid reporter she's never actually seen someone get shot in front of her and spray their blood into her mouth yeah i mean it is it would make sense we we know she takes photos of crime scenes but it is different to see it happen in front of you and she is just a human she's not a a psychopath no not like hannibal no, because Will also reacted to uh, like that when he killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Jack would react like that, though. I mean, I think Jack's just worn a little worn out, right? You can hear it in this episode when he talks about like how delighted he is to eat a home cooked meal because him and his wife like are both working and they c- don't cook as much, obviously. But also, like Jack, you could go home and like cook for your wife, right? Like. You could be the man who makes home-cooked meals a thing all the time. Um, But there's just a certain level of, like, being worn down by the job and life that you can really feel um, from him in that. I mean, yeah, he's an older man as well that you kind of – I think that's mostly in Lawrence Richardson's performance that you can kind of see he's – He's been doing this a long time Mm -hmm. and it's taken its toll on the way he talks about his relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have a question for you. Is it is it part of the food discussion or is it JJM's asks Adela question section? Uh, I mean, it is part. It's it's both technically because I was going to ask you if you had to grow a mushroom from your body, what mushroom would you grow, or what 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 mushrooms do you think would grow from your body? Uh, I mean, I feel like there's just like too much garbage in my body to be really. Yeah, <laughs> I don't eat enough sweets. Like, I don't really like sugar. Um, whereas I think Dan, who drinks a lot of fucking pop, would be kind of, would be like prime, prime mushroom like stuff. Like I wouldn't you wouldn't even need to add like sugar into like, your IV, right? Like he consumes so much random sugar that you're fine. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to grow like shiitake mushrooms or like wood ear, like the fungus, the black mm-hmm. stuff, because wood ear is really good. Um but I don't know if anything would grow. There's too much trash and alcohol in me for it to really go anywhere, I think. Just sad mushrooms. What about you? Oh, I don't know. What? This isn't this is me asking you a question, not you turn question around on me. I mean, I think you would grow button mushrooms because you're as cute as a button. Oh, but Well, I would like to thank everybody for listening to the two episodes this podcast had. <laughs> That's the end of it. We're never doing another one. I have deleted Adele's contact information from my phone and blocked her on all social medias. Excuse me. Have you heard this one before? What did the girl mushroom? uh, Wow. (laughs) He was a fun guy. Oh, boy. (laughs) What do you think? is going to happen in I'm saying this long time because I don't know the title of the next episode. Oh, 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 I don't it's called It is potage. Potage? I don't know what a potage is. Is it what I don't know what it's French for. I mean, I'm sure if you it googled potato? it, you could I should Is it is it email? Did you say is it postage? No, I said is it a potato? A fr- it's a French potage. It's a soup oh. made from legumes. It's a soup. Stew. It's just a soup. Okay. From, yeah, it's like a not like a not like a a a, a runny soup. It's a little thicker. Mm-hmm. Like a stew kind of thing. I mean, the 
in theory, these like episode names are supposed to reflect the nature of the episode. I think like the first episode, an aperitif, like it was a starter, it was a pilot. The second one, like wet your wet your palate for the interactions between the characters because it was much more focused on that. And you realize that you don't not that you don't care about the crime because the murders are beautiful and like the set design is gorgeous and the killers have interesting reasons why they're killing but they're not as important as like the relationship between the characters so i'm hopeful don't really remember what uh, episode three of uh, season one is but i'm hopeful that it's like a big soup of all of their relationships and we get to learn more about these people especially like you know abigail alana beverly uh, Freddie, like we've all introduced a lot of female characters that haven't gotten like crazy amounts of screen time yet. And I understand this is like a show about like Hannibal and Will and Jack to a lesser extent, but they're definitely not as interesting alone. Um, and except when the, uh, they're not, they're definitely not as interesting alone. Uh, they're much more interesting when contrasted against these like other people. Um, so yes, soup of characters, character soup, like alphabet soup, but sexier because it's Mads Mikkelsen yes I will I I they are not interesting right now alone uh they do the show does make those characters interesting and like it's a tv show there's like 39 episodes it's just like it's gonna be more than just Hannibal and Will flirting all the time I mean they have to do more than that but there is a lot of that I would Uh, only that yeah they I from my what I what I know is that you yes it you are very you're that is a correct interpretation of like it is a super characters we are you're gonna get more on characters we have not gotten yet I will say that maybe somebody wakes up and we get some time with a new person and there is more Alana oh. in the episode oh I love I love 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 Alana so I would be I would be okay with that. Oh yeah, I won't no. say it. Apparently, Abigail, the actress, is also Canadian. Yeah, it. I don't know why you're surprised. I mean, I know <laughs> it's filmed in Toronto, but you know, like they just import people, so it's nice to see some Canadian talent on screen, especially in a show that's like this amazing and so well done. Yeah, I. I we still haven't really gotten to the part where the show is the show yet. It is still a procedural right now. Mm-hmm. It takes some time. Some episodes to like, let, let me, all I'll say is that this is my design is really cool and people should really cherish the times they have with that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they keep up with the, this is my design for a while. Uh, uh, in the grand scheme of the show. Uh, you say that line again, a couple times later. Yeah. I, all I'll say is that you think it's a procedural and then they drop the procedural stuff. <laughs> and, but they're and it harder. Is... So it's, it's okay, guys. If you're into murder, yeah, there's, it still happens. There's still murders, but there is less of, this is my design. Less of, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's so obvious Christopher Nolan only watched those episodes. Because <laughs> that's what he took to make Tenet instead of watching all of Hannibal and understanding that you need more than people walking in backwards in time. I mean, if he had watched all of Hannibal, Tenet would have become just an R. Pats and Washington. Um, like, love David, yeah. Like, they, it, it would have been like, oh, let's talk about time for a little bit. But actually, this is a story about their star-crossed love where they had to go back in time in order to, like, look smolder at each other. They don't kiss, though. They just smolder. Well, I mean, Hannibal and Will smolder at each other. Yeah, but they don't ever kiss. Or at least they haven't so far. We're waiting for it. Well, we're not current, not now. 
the relationship that exists in two episodes of the show, you do not want those men to kiss. No, but there are some smaller. There's a, there's a lot of tension. It's more of, well, it's a one-way tension right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hannibal is so desperately like, ooh. And Will's like, Hannibal. I'm oblivious. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, Will's like, this man's just my therapist right now. And Hannibal is like, you're incredibly interesting. <laughs> Can I crack you open like a nut? I want to know what's in you. I want to be in your brain. <laughs> Which is a spoiler. I mean, no, they. He said he's. You get that. That's what he's doing, right? Like, I mean, it's it's also a spoiler for season three. I mean, we'll get there, but like. Well, now that you said it's a spoiler, it's a spoiler. <laughs> uh, bleep that part out. I think. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think we know that that's what Hannibal is doing because that's what I think Jack says to Alana. Maybe I don't. I can't, really somebody know. says that they're trying to get. Are you interested in getting into Will's head? Oh yeah. Or like yeah. Will? Will doesn't want to let people in or something because mm-hmm. he knows what is in there. Mm-hmm. I like. Um, I think it was funny uh, when they like ask uh, Will to go to therapy, and he's like, "No, therapy doesn't work on me. I know all the tricks." And then they're very deliberately like, "Will, have you tried just like unlearning the tricks and just letting someone in?" And then the next scene is immediately him like falling for hannibal being like okay <laughs> yeah just like let me in and he's like all right i guess yeah that was very funny he's like well will's still stupid in some ways yeah he's uh, he's still he's still a man <laughs> i mean he's still like a little naive right and it's nice that he's so like gentle and trusting he he reflects the stray dogs that he adopts a little more mm-hmm. than one probably should well i mean that's will where can people find you adele oh 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 i mean i'm an old person so you can only find me on twitter as why adele why um tweet your bad hannibal takes at me or your good hannibal takes or hannibal fan fiction Ooh, maybe we'll talk about hannibal fan fiction next episode we'll see we'll see <laughs> uh okay uh you can find me at james underscore willix on twitter and at James Willix on Instagram. Please do not tweet me any Hannibal fanfiction. Just, I just don't want do it. it. Just do it. Horny Hannibal no, fanfiction. No, I don't want time. it. I don't want it. I don't. I don't want it. That's not. No, fanfiction's great. I don't want to read any of it. Well, it's great. If I think fanfiction is great, I have no interest in reading fanfiction. Really, I'm sad. You're missing it. I like the stories that exist already as the story right i don't like when somebody is like i am gonna tell this story better i think that's that's weird i mean don't you want an a hundred thousand like word story though about what happens after or what happens before or what happens if i would like, like creators to do that uh well i don't know i i think we can dream about a hannibal like renewal at netflix or something but i don't think it will ever happen i know no it's never now, gonna happen but like but I also have like my ideas of what I think would happen, and I I kind I like that more. I think it, like if it, if like the show got a proper ending, and then there was fan fiction of a different stuff that these characters did, or like a continuation of certain characters after the ending of the show, if it had a definitive ending, mm-hmm. then I think that's fine. I just since the show is um a little more ambiguous with where it goes, I don't really have an interest in that really. But I mean, I also don't really read fan fiction. I very much, but I, I'm glad it exists. Except that Twilight came out of fan fiction, so is it good? 
<laughs> that, that's the one blight. You're like, let it be pointed to the example of the medium and be like, is this good? Come on. Well, Fifty Shades of Grey was also fan fiction. Yeah, but... Of a thing that was fan fiction. Oh, let me think of a terrible... Like, I don't know. Let me think of a... Ter- There's, like, lots of terrible movies that if you were like, man, we shouldn't make many movies anymore because of, like... I don't know. That's a terrible... But what I, I was going to say Twilight. was... Twilight gave us K-Stew and R-Pat, so is it bad? I mean, did it give us K-Stew or R-Pats? Or did R-Pats go like, oh, shit, we never want to do this again? But it launched them into a way where they could do what they wanted. I feel like they were fine. They were so, they had enough money to pick and choose their projects. They didn't have to do the other stuff. They got more famous younger than they would have before. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think they still would have blown up eventually, just as like older actors, um, like Mads, right? Like he. Didn't I don't know. I grew up in North American audiences' minds until like very recently. I think Arpats would have probably blown up because. He is. He has the like, the look of a movie star. He's also a right? man. Yeah, and it's easier for him to get roles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think K. Stu would have been a lot of supporting roles. I don't think she would have, would be able to like lead movies like she is currently. Just, unfortunately, yeah. even though she is, but it might have also led to her doing a bunch of like she still did a bunch of art films. But it might have that be all she does. Yeah, I mean, she definitely the hard part is like. If she looked like a young ingenue type, it would have been easier to make it in mainstream Hollywood. But she's not. I mean, she like, does. does she? Like in Twilight, she's still like frowny. Like she's just not like to, when I think young ingenue, I think like like um Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, or like um like Adley Portman. Yeah, Scarjo, right? Like people in their youth who like we're very clearly fitting a type of like beautiful and like wide eyed and like, I don't know. Case two doesn't really like has never struck me as like a wide eyed human being. And I don't think I've ever seen her in anything where she's particularly wide eyed. No, you're right. But we're completely off topic now. So we should end this. (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, I mean, it's, we're not even talking about Hannibal anymore. What are we talking about? (laughs) Uh, But you can find this podcast on all platforms or streaming services. And you can send us an email at thisismydesignpod at gmail.com. And like we said, all fanfic to Adele. <laughs> what she wants. Fanfic of anything. <laughs> Maybe. If you have Drag- Dragon Ball Z fanfic, no, send no, it her way. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's okay. But I'm glad we have an email now. Reach out if you have comments. We like hearing them. Yes. And uh, again, you if you have fanfic wow. of My Hero Academia, send it to Adele. What? Fanfic of ER, send it to Adele. That's, send, she just wants all the fanfic. Just set jam, send jams bad puns. Only bad ones. They can't be good. That's, I mean, that's, better, than, that's better than you getting Pokemon fanfic. <laughs> I mean, there's actually some good Pokemon fanfic, but that's enough. Yeah, but there's for also some problem. real problematic Pokemon fanfic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>